0: What's going on everybody, John out here with you. It is Saturday, September 16th, 2023. It's time for NFL Picks, week numero dos. Now last week was pretty good for me, it was 9-5, so does that mean that everything is going to fall apart this week? I certainly hope not, but I'm going to try to do my best to at least kind of get around that area again. Let's just say have another winning week. I know the Tops was 12 on the side of it, and then there was like three others tied with 11. So I didn't do too bad for that week. I honestly, could have got a couple extra ones if I would have, you know, taken the Packers. I would have easily taken the 49ers, it would have been right up there. I screwed myself on a couple. I will try to fix some of that stuff this week. So let's get back into it. So for our first game, we have the Chargers and the Tennessee Titans. The game's going to be in Tennessee. Now, a lot of these things. When you go from last week to this week and you say it's just one game, what are they going to be able to show you? Well, Tennessee and Ryan Tannehill, with his three picks, he looked pretty dreadful. And on the other side, the LA Chargers in between Miami didn't have any problems putting up points. So even though the Chargers are on the road, I feel like the three and a half should be comfortable. I'm going to take the Chargers to get that one done. Green Bay and Atlanta. This one is in Atlanta and Green Bay only has to cover a point and a half. And I know Jordan Love looked pretty good on the other end against the Chicago Bears. But when you think about it Justin Fields, I know he's got some situations where he could be better. He can definitely use his feet, but not as much for the arm. But you would think this is another situation where it's just one and a half. That Green Bay should be able to get the job done here. Now, they may or may not be without Aaron Jones. He's listed as questionable at this point, and that could stink if he's not on the roster for Sunday. But I'm still going to go ahead and take the Packers. Indianapolis and Houston. This is a game that I would stay far, far away from. Right now, C.J. Stroud is listed as questionable, but again, you can still have Davis Mills on that side. And Anthony Richardson for the Indianapolis Colts. He had a pretty good week last week. But Houston's at home and they're getting one and a half. Just because I don't have the faintest of idea of who to take here on this side, I'm going to go with the home team. Give me the Texans with one and a half. No, I don't feel great about it, but as far as the first two, I feel pretty good. Now Detroit, they are back home at Ford Field. They're taking on the Seattle Seahawks. And you think about one that was an absolute stunner. And you think about one that was an absolute stunner on the other end for the wrong reasons. Because when you're talking about Seattle, boy, did they get lambasted by Matthew Stafford and uh, Puka Nuka on that side, who I didn't know who he was until last week's side, probably like a lot of you. And Detroit, it was just a one point win over the Kansas City Chiefs. Didn't matter if Chris Jones or Travis Kelsey wasn't in the lineup. They still beat the defending Super Bowl champions. So I would fully expect, even with 6.5, that the Lions, considering what they're doing, and again, I'm I'm going to say this and I mean it, the Lions should cover 6.5. My luck will be that Seattle will cover, but the Lions will win, and I'll lose the bet anyway. But if the Lions go 2-0, I shouldn't have anything to complain about. And if my uh, friend is able to get the win in Cooper Hopkins and my hockey broadcast partner and everything else on that side... It would be nice to see them win too, because either way, I'm not going to lose here. But I will take the Lions to go 2 0 on the season. I'm going to take them to cover, especially with Seattle missing a couple linebackers and be offensive linemen as well. Aiden Hutchinson already had to get triple team to get stopped. I don't think that's going to get any easier, especially if Seattle's missing some starters. So I'll take the Leos. Tampa Bay and Chicago. So we're back in Tampa. And the Bears are on the road. They are getting three and a half now. Tampa's defense, whether or whether or not you want to say the Minnesota Vikings are still a good football team, they've started zero and two. They've had a couple tough games out the gate. They got kind of closed down a little bit by Tampa, and then they had to play the Eagles on a short rest on Thursday. Tampa gets to play Chicago now. Feel the Bucks should be two and zero, and maybe there will be a situation where the Bears will play a little bit better on offense, and they'll keep that within the three and a half. But from what I saw last week in Tampa's defense, I'm going to go ahead and just take the Bucks here, give me three and a half, well that's all they have to cover, and they're at home. Now this is a situation where I see Vegas getting eight and a half on the road, and normally I would jump all over that. But I'm just going to go ahead and go on a whim here. I think Buffalo, I know the Jets defense is really good last week on Monday night, and that was a heartbreaking situation look I'm not even I'm like again I'm a Lions side Michigan fan on this side and uh, even I felt sick for what happened with Aaron Rodgers just four plays in but my point being is the Jets defense is excellent we knew that going in it was going to be a tough game Uh, Raiders they have some playmakers on that side but I expect Josh Allen to do a hell of a lot better than throw three picks and if Buffalo struggles or they outright lose to Vegas in this game to go 0-2 on the season, well, then all bets are off, and I'm trying to do my best to not curse because that's how bad they looked in Week 1. They're going to get a bounce-back game. 8.5 a half's a lot to cover, but I'm going to say Buffalo finds a way to get back you know, their footing and get back on track. So just put that as a little bit of skepticism out there, but I'm going to take it. I feel that they'll bounce back and give me the bills, but if they look bad again this week, I don't think I'm going to be picking them too much this year. And I'll leave that up to another team as we get later down this list. Here's an upset special for me. And this ultimately can change if Travis Kelsey is going to play in week two. Jacksonville's got a really good unit both on offense and defense. Trevor Lawrence is pretty good and that defense for the Jags is legit. Kansas City, if they're having some of those same drops on the other end, where it was just a disaster situation. They should have beat the Lions last week. All those other drops, I don't care about Kelsey and Chris Jones not playing. Those are wide-open touchdowns that were dropped. So when you think about it the other way, Kansas City should go back and pound Jacksonville. But I'm going to go ahead and give Jacksonville the benefit of the doubt. And even if they don't win outright, they still get 3.5 points. So give me the Jags at home. Even if they don't win, i like them to cover Cincinnati and Baltimore. Cincinnati is one of these teams that can definitely play better. They are at home. And Baltimore got beat up last week with injuries. But until I see it, I still see John Harbaugh's squad of the Baltimore Ravens getting three and a half against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's probably due for a good pasting of the Ravens here to get back to 1-1. One and one. I really don't foresee them going 0-2. But I could see this being a field goal game. And with that being the case and getting three and a half, give me Baltimore on that side. Now the absolute laugher that was the Giants and the Cowboys last week. Again on that side it was a 40 nothing loss for the New York Giants. And now they get to play Arizona. Arizona is not a very good football team on that side. So, can the Giants bounce back and get a win against Arizona? Yes, they can. I'm going to go ahead and pick them. Four and a half points seems like a lot from what happened last week. But the Dallas Cowboys, whether or not you think that they're a good playoff team, we know one thing about Dallas. They're a really good regular season team. And they're really good on both sides of the ball. So it didn't surprise me for the Giants to get absolutely smoked. I didn't think they'd get shut out. But I do think they'll bounce back a little bit here and kind of right the ship. Give me them to cover on the road against the Arizona Cardinals. Now, stupidly, I did not take the San Francisco 49ers last week. Now they get to play the LA Rams on the road. The Rams do get 8.5. But that was kind of a uh, mirage from what we saw last week with the LA Rams, especially now with San Francisco coming to visit them here at SoFi. I'm going to go ahead and take the 49ers. I'm not even going to bat an eye at this. I know it's 8.5. I do think the 49ers at least win by 10.5 or more. I say that comfortably. I'm not going to lock it all in, but that's what I'm going to be picking for this week. Give me the Niners. they got to cover 8.5. Dallas and the Jets. Again, as we talked about the Aaron Rodgers situation and the ACL tear, he's done for the year. So that's going to go ahead and bring in Zach Wilson. It's going to be a stiff test. Now this line has moved from this side of it. It's only 7.5 for me, but it's 9.5 now for Dallas. So considering that situation, I think it's easy for me with the 7.5 to comfortably take Dallas. For as good as the Jets' defense is, which I wholeheartedly believe they're one of the best defensive uh, situations and teams in all of football. And at worst, like top 3 or 4. I don't think they can hold forever as far as Dallas' attack. I'm going to go ahead and take the Cowboys, and they cover the 7.5. Now, this is a game I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. Denver's at home, and they get to play against Washington. Washington gets 3.5 points. Now, Denver, with anything on the spread, especially with Russell Wilson in Denver, I think Jerry Judy is going to be returning. That's what they say. He's still listed as questionable currently. But I can't feel comfortable picking anything with Denver so far. And uh, that's from what they showed me from last week. And Washington's still got playmakers on the defensive side where this could be a very low-scoring game. And three and a half might sound right. It could be a field goal game. Denver's due for an absolute get-right game, but they just don't ever show me anything on offense for me to believe in it. So I'll take Washington on the road. They'll cover the three and a half. They could outright win this thing. Now Miami and New England, maybe Vegas sees something that I don't. And maybe New England has some kind of thing with Bill Belichick on Tua. And they play him well. But Miami's at home. And they only have to cover two and a half against New England. I don't have anything spectacular to tell you on this one. Other than like we talked about with the Chargers and the Dolphins last week. Miami can put up a whole ton of points. So I have no question to believe that they couldn't at least cover two and a half. So I'm just going to take the Dolphins. So Derek Carr against Carolina now Carolina at home getting three and a half New Orleans can they cover that I think they can again you still got Marshawn Lattimore still got some of the other pieces back on the defensive side I think it's enough give me New Orleans to cover the three and a half now this is something I shouldn't pick at all because I got destroyed last week taking Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett didn't look all that good But it's one of the situations for Pittsburgh, right? Haven't they won like 20 straight games on Monday Night Football? And Cleveland and Pittsburgh, they're two teams that don't like each other. Mike Tomlin gets his team to play the best on Monday night. Call it a gut feeling. And this is one of those situations just like the Bills. If Pittsburgh doesn't bounce back here, if the Steelers don't bounce back and the Bills don't bounce back, you won't expect to hear their name called too much as far as me making picks this week. But I will take the Steelers, and this might be the last time that I do so. So these are my picks for the week. Again, I don't feel so comfortably with the Lions at 6.5, only because that spread sounds big because I expect Seattle to play a lot better. But at the same time, as we said in Detroit, even though they got the win against the Chiefs, I still think their offense has a few more gears to show. So that's going to be interesting to watch now because if Detroit goes 2 and 0, you could foreseeably see a situation. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but as far as the schedule upcoming with Atlanta and Carolina, if Detroit finds a way to go 2 and 0 to start the year, which I thought they would be 0 and 2, then you might have the Lions start 5 and 0. And that's big because the Vikings are already 0 and 2, and if Green Bay drops a game, To Atlanta, you have the NFC North kind of open up for you here, so that's something that you watch for locally. But let me know what you think about the picks. I was 9-5 last week. Can I try to get to that same number? We will find out, but admittedly, I don't feel as good about it. But I'll talk to you next week.